Nice work, Bone Daddy. Yeah, I guess so. Just like last year. The year before that. The year before that. How horrible our Christmas will be. No! How jolly! Oh, how jolly! I hope there's still time to fix Christmas. Of course there is. I'm Santa Claus. Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to 12 Days Pod. I'm Kara Zelaya, and I'm joined here with my co-host, boyfriend, partner, and my pumpkin king, Dan Takagi. Wow. An honor. If you're new here, this is our holiday season podcast, one that is so seasonal that it only is relevant for 12 weeks of the year, which is how long Christmas is meant to be celebrated. Correct. We love Christmas, and what you're here for is us having a good time talking about Christmas movies. So let's kick it off, dear Daniel. With? Nightmare Before Christmas. Spooky. 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 Listen, if anyone comes for us about doing a Christmas podcast, because as we've mentioned, we are pre-recording, so we have no idea what you people think about this podcast this far. You can't come for us that hard because we did Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween, spooky season, or amped. Guys, this movie is so much. This movie. Neither of us have seen this movie ever before, which is truly shocking. It's almost unbelievable because both of us have also seen a lot of like Tim Burton produced and directed movies. So we just like missed this one. I have seen a bajillion movies and I love I love, love Halloween. And I have seen some movies. (laughs) But you've seen a lot of Disney movies. Your Disney catalog is pretty Yeah, I've seen a lot of Disney movies. So, Kara, because neither of us have seen this before, why don't we talk about what we thought this movie was going to be about? Yeah, absolutely. So I had a very cultural awareness of this movie Mm -hmm. where when everyone was like a goth scene kid in my like middle school elementary school if you went to disney and you were a goth scene kid you were wearing hot topic nightmare before christmas merch so that's how i sort of saw this movie i also knew that tim burton was involved i I thought he had directed it i found out he hasn't i am very hit or miss with tim burton and so i skipped it because i thought it would be over produced and like exhaustive but now as I've gotten older everyone loves this movie including people who aren't just like angsty teens Mm -hmm. so I thought it was this was kind of like Halloween Town and maybe like Jack Skellington was the Grinch of Halloween and he loved Christmas I knew that this is Halloween Halloween like I knew that stay tuned at the end we might have a little teaser of us singing that song we have been singing it during our mic checks so but yeah I guess they like counted down for Halloween is what I thought about because I've seen that gif a thousand times where it's like 364 days till Halloween. Halloween, I thought vaguely that there would be a girl, some sort of love interest, but maybe I was confusing that with Corpse Bride. My other note before we watched it was that side note, Frankenweenie is a bop and I don't think it's a Tim Burton movie that we talk about enough. How did this movie present prior to us watching in your internal landscape? So like, again, I knew this was vaguely a Tim Burton movie. I knew it was part of like cultural zeitgeist of your Corpse Brides, your Coralines, your Frankenweenies, your James and the Giant Peach. And so growing up, I watched James and the Giant Peach probably like 10 times because that's how many times it took me to get through that movie. (laughs) Oh, poor Um, baby. And so like, 
I think I just was afraid of yeah. this movie. Like I, mean, I think it's scary. I think the thought of this movie always sort of terrified me. And whenever it came on like ABC Family, sure. I'd be like, I don't want to watch this. I'm good. Wow, um, you said ABC Family, and I sorry. was just there. <laughs> Freeform. <laughs> Is it Freeform now? It is now called Freeform. Get out of town. Yeah, some of the some of their uh, teen dramas got a little too unfamily friendly. <laughs> Boo. So I knew very little about this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, I know of Jack Skellington through cultural zeitgeist. I thought the premise of this movie was going to be that Jack Skellington tries to usurp Christmas for Halloween. Oh. Um, I thought like he was going to try and basically like replace Christmas with Halloween. Yeah. And that he might want to replace Santa. He kind of does. Yeah. And then I also wrote that I thought there might have been like a a council of holiday mascots, which again, there wasn't, but there was sort of nods to some sort of holiday mascot universe. We don't talk about the Easter Bunny enough. In culture, not just in this movie. It's fine. The Easter Bunny is the most terrifying of all the holiday yes, mascots. Uh, in this essay, we will. Bunnies are scary. Ask Dad me. Has ask. a thing about rabbits. He's so scared of every rabbit. I've never seen you look at a rabbit and be like, oh, cute. You're like, no, it is a demon. It is coming for me. Yeah, me and Jordan Peele, no. <laughs> we know. We know that the rabbits are evil. You and Jordan are hanging without me? Am I not invited to the the party because I I think bunnies are cute? Correct. Damn. After we watched this movie, gang, it was amazing. God, this movie slaps. It's so good. I know that everyone knows how good this movie is. Yeah, this has like a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Obviously, everyone loves this movie. We're late to the game. I did not realize that it was a full-blown musical. I thought there was just a theme. Yeah, same. I also didn't realize it. To just have it be this gorgeous, enormous production, and to just have it be so tongue-in-cheek and straight-up scary. Yeah. God, it slaps. Bops on bops. Bops on bops. But I'm going to get into sort of what the plot of this movie was, just to either if you haven't seen it in a while to refresh your memory. And if you have not seen it, turn this off. Go yeah, watch it. Actually, go watch go it. Go watch it. It's 76 minutes. You're going to be in and out so quick. Oh we'll touch God, on that in a so little bit. Good. It's a perfect length it's movie. It's a perfect length. But then come back in 76 minutes and finish the pod. But this movie is about a skeleton named Jack Skellington, who Jackie. is the pumpkin king, the Halloween king. He basically top dog of Halloween town movie starts out celebrating Halloween, singing This is Halloween. The way he's killed it again. He he's killed just it again. killing the game at Halloween. Nailed it. It seems like how this works is all the different holidays have their own worlds, and then on the night of their holiday, they go down to the mortal world and, like, do their thing. Obviously, him and his crew went down to the mortal world, Halloweened all over the place, spooked some kids, did their thing. He comes back, though. He's a little tired of it. He's a little tired of the game. He needs a new, so- a new song, a new change. He needs a new gig. He's wandering in the woods, and what does he find? A, like, a weird portal to to all of these different holiday dimensions and he ends up in Christmas land. He loves it. Loves also, it. we get into Christmas minute what? 15, 20? Yeah, like right away. Right away into Christmas. He's she's singing a song that's called like, what's this? What's this? And he's learning all about Christmas and snow. Not really learning about it, but like kind of gets it. There's presents. There's snow. There's that warm, fuzzy feeling. Sure. He digs it. Yeah. He's got it. But he goes back to Halloween Town and tells everybody. He's like, listen, guys, Halloween yesterday. Christmas today. Here we go. It's coming up in like a month and a half. We're going to do it. It's going to be us. Santa, gone. (laughs) 
us in. We're going to make it spooky. And so he basically convinces the whole town that we're going to make Christmas spooky. Just purely on his charisma and talent as yeah, a Halloween Yeah, he rolled man. a nat 20 on his charisma check. <laughs> he truly and did. Like, Just conned everyone. Everybody was like, yeah, that seems cool. Why not? Another thing, we'll still do Halloween. Sure, this is a fun thing to do. Yeah. We'll still have 10 months until Halloween. So... He's hyping up Christmas to everybody, but there's a girl named Sally who Sally. is sort of this like golem mechanical robot yeah. stuffed with leaves type girl yeah. who is created by an evil scientist. And like she basically serves him, but she keeps trying to poison him and sneak out to talk to Jack because they sort of have a thing that's going on. It doesn't really. It's unclear. It's, it's unclear. Minutes, it does manifest itself at the end, but it's unclear how that happens. Yeah. But she has a vision that everything's going to go up in flames. Mm -hmm. But Jack's like, don't worry about it, Sally. We got it. We're going to make it work. Everybody goes out, does their thing. Jack hires three little people, three little like imps to go kidnap Santa. Yes. They do kidnap the Easter Bunny. They do. I, I know. They do accidentally kidnap the Easter Bunny. Did you black it out? Because you no, just... I I sort of felt like I had a fever dream that the that the Easter Bunny was in this movie. It is. That's what I'm talking about. But it's the scary. Easter Bunny makes it into this movie. Yeah. Um, and so they kidnap Santa. Santa then gets fed to the Oogie Boogie. Oh my which goodness! Is like the this Oogie like Boogie. Creepy jazz God, man that lives under the bed. Has an amazing. It's not even an eleven o'clock number. It's like a eight p.m. number, and it is so good. It is like peak villain song. Uh. You know, oh, so like it. this movie's so good. Go uh, watch it if you haven't. And Sally goes and tries to save Santa, but she fails. And so the Oogie Boogie's got Santa and Sally. Meanwhile, Jack is like, Santa, gone. I'm ready to be Santa. He does what the Grinch wants to do. Yeah. He doesn't steal. He doesn't steal Christmas. No, he infects Christmas yeah. with Halloween. He makes everything spooky. All their presents. Accidentally, mind you. Jack is really trying his best. He just can't help it. Oh, yeah. He's trying his best, but he just doesn't realize what the nature of Christmas is. He just thinks it's a another holiday yeah. to be spooky all of a sudden everybody's like up in arms with this creepy skeleton santa and his slate literally gets shot down <laughs> out of the sky <laughs> and he dies yeah yeah but only to be brought back to life by the spirit of his lovely dog zero yeah who is a ghost dog that yeah. instead of having a red nose he has a jack-o-lantern on his nose mm -hmm. to light to light the way for jack Anyway, Jack comes back, realizes, hey, Santa needs to be out there, goes, fights off the Oogie Boogie Man, saves the day. Santa's free to go. He's he's like, Santa, are you sure you can fix it? He's like, of course I can. I'm Santa. I can do anything. <laughs> Santa goes and saves Christmas. Jack and Sally end up together, do a little nice love duet, mm, so good. do a little smooch at the end. Wrap. Tight movie. 76 minutes. Incredible. Mm. Incredible so good. movie. So good. I have my, my notes and rewrites as I do. Just dive in. Obviously, we have already been raving. We were watching this and could not believe how good it was. So my notes and rewrites are just like little observations. But I'm gonna point out that this movie is kind of the perfect allegory about cultural appropriation. This white demon, let's call it what it is, just decides to grab the culture of Christmas and make it better and doesn't and then faces no consequences. And mind you, I'm like joking. But that is what happens. And the whole time he's just like, well, this is who I am. But it's so charming and so good because this is a cartoon and not real life. I'd like to point out that the evil scientist who created Sally and like tortures her and like holds her captive basically is super evil. And everyone in the town doesn't like see him that way. He's just the genius who does things in town. Yeah. I wonder if it's kind of like a, like a Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster situation. But because it's Halloween town, people 
people are just like, oh, he created life somehow. That's pretty cool. Right, right. I just thought it was interesting. Jack's mm. like totally chill yeah. with this dude. My only note is that I wish Sally also had a dog just because I love the movie Frank and Weenie mm-hmm. so much. And Jack gets this awesome ghost dog. I think it would have been like a cute tiny two minute thing for the two dogs to fall in love that's all i want i want more dogs in my spooky tales but i mean i guess that's kind of what frank and weenie is for mm. they made it its own movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, i don't know they're like you like dogs we've got another movie for you you like dogs do you like nightmare before christmas and dogs frank and weenie is for you we got one for you when did this movie come out this movie came out in 1993 i'm just gonna say frank and weenie came out in like 2012 correct so long time this movie is just so enjoyable maybe we should discuss what whether it's a Christmas or Halloween movie and have that debate because I think it's a Halloween movie. Do you? See, here's the thing though. I think it is a Christmas movie because I think the central plot of it hinges around Christmas. Sure. I just think the aesthetic of it is oh, Halloween. Uh, yes, fully Halloween aesthetic. I think if your plot revolves around Christmas, then it's a Christmas movie. I will say it is my type of Christmas movie. I love that this is a movie that I can watch in October and I can watch in December. Yes. So famously, I love to watch depressing movies on Christmas. <laughs> so for me, this is like that sweet spot where I'm like, no, I'm on theme. It's certainly spooky. Yeah. I think it's okay for there to be spooky Christmas movies. Yes. Um, (laughs) I will give my glowing recommendation of no movie needs to be longer than 90 minutes. Children's movies don't need to be longer than 80 minutes. And here we are with this tight 76. That's how you tell a story. Yeah. Some holiday movies specifically have a tendency to try and over explain things and over over inform on certain issues or character development. This one, to some extent, under explains a lot of the characters, but like it just kind of operates on the understanding. It's a scary town. There's these people. They probably all know each other. Yeah. I know that in a lot of good writing, things have to be earned. There has to be a lot of backstory. But like Sally and Jack just kind of get together and there's not a lot of explanation. And the movie's fine without it. I think it even allows for children to like fill in that fandom. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's a huge Tim Burton fandom. And I know there's a huge Disney fandom for sure. And a particular cult following for Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So let people fill in those gaps. Let them tell that story. So as we mentioned, this movie was produced by Tim Burton, but it was directed by Henry Selleck. Hmm. Henry Selleck has worked with Tim Burton on a number of different things, but I wanted to kind of highlight these two sort of career trajectories and arcs kind of around this time. So this movie came out in 1993. Mm -hmm. At the time, Tim Burton had his hands on, we're just going to say he either directed or produced all of these films that I'm about to list. Okay. In 1988, he directed Beetlejuice. In 1989, he directed Batman with Michael Keaton, Mm -hmm. which is like the quintessential Batman movie. 1990, Edward Scissorhands. 1992, Batman Returns. 1994 was Ed Wood, uh-huh. and 1996 was Mars Attack. So he slotted in Nightmare Before Christmas during there. Henry Selleck, this was his first full-length movie that he did. But then he went on to do, in 1996, James and the Giant Peach. Spooky, and then spooky. in 2009, he also did Coraline. So these two have like figured out a way to work together in a way that is good. And, and most of those movies are really good. Yeah. And as I've said, I'm not the biggest Tim Burton fan. The ones that I've seen on that list, I think, are all very good. And yeah. I've seen most of those. This is like peak flex yeah, Tim Burton yeah. like he was all over it and really just brought his A-game with this this is this is a story that he wrote it's based on like a series of poems that he wrote mm-hmm. and then he just kind of developed 
into this movie. So let me just get into a few more fun facts before I get into a special segment that I have prepared. This movie was Oscar nominated for Best Visual Effects. Yeah, it was great. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be. It took three years to make, which mm. I don't know. That seems like a reasonable amount of time yeah. for an animated movie, especially of this caliber, early especially 90s? early 90s. Yeah. The budget was 18 million and the box office made 89 million. It did That's great. pretty good. Yeah. When did it come out? 93. October. Oh, it came out October in October? October 93, yeah. Mm. So like, I think right before Halloween. Yeah. Talking a little bit about the cast of this movie, the girl Sally was played by Catherine O'Hara, right. who is also the mom in Home Alone. Uh, she's just all over the seasons. All, we love her. All over the place. She's in Shit's Creek. We just started watching it. It's great. <laughs> Everybody watched Shit's Creek. Yeah, Everybody's great. already watched Shit's Creek that's <laughs> listening to this. It's just us. us. We know. The two of us who haven't watched Shit's Creek and Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> hey friends, we started watching Shit's Creek. Jack Skellington is played by two different people. The voice of Jack in the movie is Chris Sarandon, but the singing voice and the person who did the score of this movie is Danny Elfman. Hmm. And now comes the portion of this podcast where we are going to talk about Danny Elfman for about 10 minutes. <laughs> I was not informed that we would be doing this, but I am pleased. Danny Elfman is incredible. Sure. His body of work is off the charts and all over the place. Okay. Um, let me just name a few movies that he has had his hands on. He's been nominated for four Oscars, so I will list those four first. Number one, Good Will Hunting. Uh-huh. Number two, Big Fish. Uh-huh. Uh, another Tim Burton film. Number three, Milk. Hmm. Number four, Men in Black. All three of the, all four of those nominated for Oscars. All four of those very different movies. Yeah, that is a level of flexibility and his craft is unparalleled. Truly, um, he also wrote the theme for Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Um, which I believe he won an Emmy for, but he also wrote the theme for The Simpsons. Oh, and so wow. he he That's has like done the quintessential. The Simpsons. Yeah, that was him. He wow. did that, wow. and he's just making royalties from <laughs> all of that for the rest of his life. TM 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 TM. He also though did the scores for Nightmare Before Christmas, and also was the voice of Jack Skellington singing all the songs in that. Uh, so good he's so charismatic so talented truly Um, charming as hell i i love it he's worked with tim burton on a number of different projects also including Mm -hmm. edward scissorhands allison i like tim burton alice in wonderland he did the charlie and the chocolate factory score which like don't like tim burton say what you will about that movie the music in that movie is wild and crazy is it good yeah He also did the score for the Batman 1989, which is like one of the more well-known Batman themes. But he also did the score and the theme for Mission Impossible. Wow. Yeah. So like all over the place. And the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Wow. So yeah, this guy is just everywhere, all over the place. And he's like... I mean, that is like nonstop iconic work. Yeah. And he's like in his 60s. Killing the game still. Killing the game still. Yeah. Danny Elfman, keep up the good work. We're fans. We're fans. We know you're listening thank you for subscribing to the pod guys this movie's great i'm i'm a big fan of this movie i really like this movie and i had a fun time with it yeah i really think that our joy for this movie i hope it's as infectious as it has been around our home in the past four days since we've watched it because i feel like we have just turned a new october leaf we have both independently walked in on each other both listening to the soundtrack (laughs) at various times throughout the week and throughout the day since we've listened to it it's true it's true yeah it's great every song on there slaps yes so Kara, as we do every episode, it is time for our definitive ranking of this movie. For our listeners out there, we've decided to make our ranking and this podcast around the 12 days of Christmas. So Kara, out of 12 days, how many days do you rate this movie? I'm going to do a little cheat. 
just like Jack Skellington. Okay. And I'm going to give it 13 ghouls a groaning. 13 ghouls a groaning? 13 ghouls a groaning. This breaks the 12 days of Christmas chart. It is Halloween. It is spooky time. 13 ghouls a groaning. By the way, I got the ghouls a groaning from a song on some like Yahoo website called the 12 days of Halloween. And they had ghouls a groaning a little lower than 13. But I just want to say that this may be my favorite Christmas movie now. It's so good. I love it. It's an instant classic in my head. How many days of Christmas would you give it? Ooh, well, I mean, it's going to be hard to top that. Um, <laughs> I love this movie. Yes. It's an amazing movie all around. Yes. It sounds like I'm hedging my bets, guys. I'm not. I'm giving this 11 Pipers Piping out That's of 12 Days good. of Christmas. Very good. Very good. I. It is a perfect movie. Yeah. I'm literally only not giving it 12 out of 12 because I'm saving my 12 out of 12 for a different movie. <laughs> and if you'll go through our catalog, you'll notice that it's not like one-to-one. Every every movie has a specific number ranking. I just want to hold on to my 12. You really want to hold on to your I 12. want to hold on to my 12, and I hope you guys will appreciate what I hold on to my 12 yeah, for. You really want that 12 to have a, a weight to yeah, it. Right, for sure. Yeah. And this is a great movie. Yeah, I don't really have a small knock. I'm just giving it an 11 out of 12. Deal with it, everybody. <laughs> I love it. That's a near-perfect score. It's a near-perfect score. It's a near-perfect movie. Thank you all for listening. Before we go this week, we really wanted to thank one specific review that we've gotten on Apple Podcast, which is from Andrew McDowell. We're so thankful for all of the reviews we've been getting, but this one was so sweet. Thank you, Andrew. He says... This podcast will be joining us on all of the long car trips that we'll be taking this holiday season. Oh, so cute. That's sweet. That's really sweet. He goes on to say, it's a marvelous idea pulled off brilliantly. Collect all 12 kids. Oh, guys. I hate to burst your bubble. There's 14. There's 14 episodes of us. Thank you so much, Andrew. It really means the world. It's the best. Thank you so much. And if you would, please rate and leave us a review. And we might read it on the air. And be sure to share us with your friends, family, coworkers, or anybody who you think would like this. We're only 56 days away from Christmas, guys. And we we hope to spread as much Christmas spirit as possible. Join us next time as we take a look back at a sweet Christmas rom com classic, The Holiday. The Holiday. And as we say every episode, Merry Merry Christmas Christmas. and also Happy Happy Halloween. Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This is our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. Ah. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat till the neighbor's gonna die of fright. Ah. It's our town. Ah. Everybody scream in this town of Halloween. Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. Whoa. I am the one under, hiding under your stairs. Yeah. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. No. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. Wouldn't you like to see something strange? <laughs> Come with us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. No, oh, this is Halloween. What? This is Halloween. Oh. 
Pumpkins, pumpkins scream in the dead of night. Pumpkins? This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat till the neighbors can die of fright. Ah. It's our town. Everybody scream ah. in this town of Halloween. I'm the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharpened. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween, 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 Halloween.